Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Tuesday, January 26th. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined with Mr. 81K himself, the football takedown specialist. He is here with me today to break down this weekend's PGA tournament. How are you, Mr. 81K? I'm doing well, thanks. Yeah, good week, of course, uh, with that football takedown. And now we transition through the middle of the week here and get ready to play some golf. You know, you got to be able to hit the long drives, but uh, you got to have some short game here to, to finish it off. So uh, yeah. we're going to use, use our skills to apply to the, uh, to the field here at Torrey Pines. No doubt. It's, this is a fun tournament. It's a beautiful tournament to watch, too, on the ocean there. Just gorgeous. Uh, but it is, uh, as you mentioned, that the Torrey Pines Golf Club South course is where they'll play one of the two rounds, and then they'll play on the north course in the other round before they make the cut. And then the long hitters got to get ready for two big rounds on the 7,700-plus-yard uh, Torrey Pines South course, which that's a long course, man. It really is. Um, it is it is long, and it's not one of these birdie fests like we've had recently. Right. You know, there, I think the record score is about 21 under, but you'll see some six unders and then anything in between. And I actually, looking at the past results, I got to show you what this course is capable of because – this is where they're going to play the U.S. Open later right. this year on the yep. South Course. And back in 2016 in this Farmers Insurance Open, the final round, they had some uh, some rain and some wind. Listen to the final scores <laughs> of these guys in the fourth round. Okay, Brand Snedeker won it with a 69 in the fourth round. He has tremendous course history here. But yeah. listen to the guys who finished second and down with their fourth round score that year. 76, 74, 76, 77, 77, 76, 6, 76, 78, 76, 77, 77, 73, 78, 75, 78, 77, 80, 77, 72, 80, 80, 82 from Gary Woodland, and Ooh. on and on and on. I mean, it just ate these guys up because it's it's so long, and then you yeah. add in some, some weather and some wind. So uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I think – a lot of the studs here are going to really grind, make sure they make the cut, get two more competitive rounds in on the south course to get ready for the U.S. Open. Yeah, I mean, this this is a big plus, and that's why the field is so good, in my opinion. I mean, it's always good here, but it even seems a little deeper, and I think that's because everybody wants to get, you know, practice in for the U.S. Open. And, you know, what you, three rounds on this course in tournament golf is is the best thing you can do. But again, like you said, this is one of those courses that's a lot of fun because it completely depends on the weather and the course plays totally different. Like you just said, if if it's beautiful weather and calm breezes, they you know they can play some target golf. It's long, but, you know, it's it's uh, still birdieable and there's some eagles available, too. But if the wind comes up and shifts around and swirls or it's a little wet, uh, you know, guys don't know what clubs to hit. That's what I've seen in the past. And then it becomes just, you know, who's going to survive like a U.S. Open course. So I'm sure it won't be uh, the rough won't be as grown out and it won't be quite as difficult as it will be for the U.S. Open. But it's still going to be a test. I mean, you know, I like the fact that, 
you can't just play the big bashers because even though it's 7,700 yards plus, you can't just spray the ball all around like you can on some of the long courses. You still have to be in play or you're going to be in the water or in sand or something and create uh, some tough stuff. And this is another course where you have to land the ball on the right part of the green because if you're out of position, you're staring at a three-putter worse uh, from that point. So uh, this will be a fun one. I'm looking forward to watching it. Again, I I enjoy West Coast golf because you get to watch more of it in prime time and and uh, see how, how the guys are doing. So um, anyway, uh, good stuff this week. I look forward for your uh, complete evaluation, but I'm going to start you right out of the shoot, see if I can get you – uh, a stunner here since you're like 40 and one on the quizzes this is going to be a tough one today but i'm just going to go right for it and i'm going to see if we can catch it all right i need the three favorites to win this event flat out no misses you miss okay. one it's over all right I, okay um i mean top guy in the world has a has a win here john rom Got to yes, be top he, three. He is the favorite. It's plus six fifty. Okay. It gets Another a guy dicey here because I this is where I thought I could catch it with one mistake. All right. Well, if Roy McIlroy is not in the top three, I don't know what to do. So I'm going to have to go with Rory. He is plus okay. seven fifty second choice, and this is where I think I can get you. Boy. This this is tough. So we've got we've got Kepka here in the field. We've got Patrick Reed. We've got Tony Finau. We've got local guy Xander Shoffley. Uh hmm. I'm gonna go with uh the guy that I'm interested in this week. That's Tony Finau. I knew you were gonna guess him and you <laughs> lost. Nah. I gotcha. It is it is the local Xander Shoffley who's right. uh 10-1 and Tony Finau's fourth at 17 to 1 plus 1700. So there's a pretty big spread there. I think I mean, you know the betters are really Rom McIlroy and Shoffley, but I would have done the same as you. I, I would have gone Rom McIlroy and Finau because Finau is playing pretty good golf and we haven't seen Shoffley in a while, I don't believe. No, nope, uh, if I'm not so mistaken. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let me give you the real quick betus.com.pa rundown just going to go blow through this really quickly just to bring up some of these names so when andrew breaks out all of his knowledge here and gives us uh some of the stats to look at if it rings a bell and you see that they're in the top 20 uh that that can uh, sometimes push some uh, decisions to roster some of these guys so it goes rom mcelroy shoffley Finau, english reed Matsuyama, M. Hovland, Kepka, Leishman, Scheffler, Watson, Wolf, Kim, Scott, and Day. So really good field. You know, good day, good uh, tournament. If you're going to uh, put a few uh, nickels on some guys to win this event, you got a lot of guys at 30, 35, 38 to one. You know, like the Hovlands and Schefflers and. Kepkas, you know, guys that are can absolutely rip off a win at any time. So I think it's going to be a really uh, good event there and, and a good competitive one that you can bet on. So, all right, uh, give us some analysis here so we can start narrowing down our choices. Okay. 
One of the stats I looked at was strokes gained from 200 yards and farther out. So strokes gained approach over 200 yards. Okay. I looked at uh, last year and this year because with this 7,700-yard south course, you're going to get a lot of longer approach shots. So here are some guys in this tournament this week who finished in the top 40 in this stat last year. Number one is Will Gordon, who's actually very cheap. Uh, He's been inconsistent, but uh, there's a potential value play. Phil Mickelson's actually 10th in this stat. Another local guy who has been struggling. I would have never guessed that. Uh, Our man Tom Hoagie, who let us down last week. But he finished fifth here, I believe it was last year. So he knows how to get around here. He's, He's cheap again in the 6K range on DraftKings. Okay. Uh, good old Hideki, Rory, Scott Stallings. Here's a value play for you. This gentleman is only 6,600 this week on DraftKings, 7,800 on FanDuel. He has a win here. He has a second-place finish. Last week he played at the MX, missed the cut, but right on the number, and he yeah. shot a 567 in the second round. So I like that profile for a guy who's only 6,600. That is a value. You just ooze golf value, man. That's just what you're about. (laughs) That's what we try to do here, no doubt. Uh, Continuing down the list, uh, John Rahm, of course, Jason Day. Jason Day, by the way, changing his swing, changing his clubs this week. So he's a real wild card. He's been dealing with the back injury. He's trying to change his swing path a little bit to stay healthy. Uh, So, you know, another guy. You know what? He's won this two out of the last six years. I mean that right. that's got to carry weight, but Talk man, when guys switch club, yeah, when guys switch clubs and all that, it's that's scary, no doubt. Exactly. Uh, Victor Hovland can get it done from distance. Jason Kokrak, obviously a big hitter. Uh, Mark Leishman, talk about course history. This guy just owns this course. He won yeah, it last year. Defending champ. Yep, he's had some other good finishes. Uh, he finished second the year that Stallings won it. Yep. Uh, Sanjay M has, uh, is in this category. Jordan Spieth, he's his first event in this calendar year. And then Tony Finau and Wolf round out the top 40. Yeah. And then for this year, uh, this, this uh, current golf season, the guys who rank highly in the strokes gained approach from over 200 yards, your man Lahiri is at the top of the list for the guys who are playing this wow. week. Number one, huh? Well, he's sixth, I think, but... Oh, okay. Uh, the other okay. ones aren't playing this week. Gotcha. Then we've got uh, uh, good old Bubba. We've got Gary Woodland, your boy Will Zalatoris. Yeah, he's due uh, to get it going, I think. Yep. Uh, Ryan Palmer, Will Gordon again, Corey Connors, and Wolf. So those are some names to keep in mind, and it's a little bit surprising. Some of those guys aren't the biggest, strongest guys like like Zalatoris. Um, so you know, and, and Lahiri. So. Those yeah. are some guys who are going to feel comfortable with, you know, the hybrid or the long iron in their hands, try to approach these greens. Yeah. And you know, what's amazing. A lot of those guys that you mentioned, I, in watching uh, so much golf, I, I, I just can see them, they hit drive and then you think, okay, wow, that's gotta be like a three or four iron. They got a mile to go and they, they pull out like a six and right. it's like, how the hell do you hit a six, 255 yards or whatever the heck. That those guys hit it, but 
man, some of them just can, uh, they, it's amazing the length they get off of those mid irons. It's, it's just crazy. Uh, I want to mention real quickly because normally when, when I talk about past champions, because that gives such a mental advantage because you've defeated the field, you defeated the course. And usually there's only two or three scattered in there, but th this has such a long history of uh, guys that are playing in it still that have won it. So I'll just real quickly, uh, starting with last year and then moving backwards, Leishman, Rose, Day, Rom, Snedeker, Day again, Stallings, Tiger Woods, Snedeker, Bubba Watson, and then it goes from there. Now, this is a great stat. In 2013, 2008, 2007, 2006, 2005, and 2003, Tiger Woods won all six of those. Isn't that crazy? He owns this course, this event. Oh, my God. It's, yep. am it's amazing. It's really unfortunate that he's hurt and, and can't be here. And yep. by the way, uh, if you missed the NBA podcast that we did today, uh, emotional day here, especially for Coach. <laughs> Yeah. Um, on the one year anniversary of Kobe's passing. And I still remember that day because yeah. this tournament was being played. It and was. Tiger started hearing references about this during his round. And then he was interviewed about Kobe right yeah. after he got off the course. And he gave a very heartfelt tribute to Kobe. Yeah. Um, and so it's just it's just all coming back into the forefront. Uh, where we all were a year ago when we heard the news. Yeah, it, you know, again, and we've been talking about it and tweeting about it and talking in Discord. And really, it's it's such a somber feeling and so difficult, you know, it's to bring up the memory of last year. You know, I really just trying to turn it and and make it a day of honor for Kobe and, and Gigi and and just, you know, the accomplishments and basically what he's passed on because what he had, had done in his career obviously changed basketball forever and has affected so many players. And, and we're going to see that tonight in the NBA games. We're going to see that in this golf tournament. Everybody's going to be wearing, you know, his number and his colored shoes and his just, you know, all sports are touched and not just sports. I mean, he was such a, a girl dad as that was such a catchy thing at the time, you know, promoting women's sports and, coaching and being a great dad so you know just phenomenal memories uh very tragic but you know it's it's mamba mentality and that's you know what he's passed on and and a lot of people really zone in on that when the times get tough so uh definitely shout out there and i think i believe it was th this final round last year of this tournament i think it was on a sunday that it happened Correct. in the morning yep and yeah it was it was just amazing to see how many people it touched. But I, I think you'll have you'll you'll see that throughout the weekend. And again, it'll be more so to honor him now, not to grieve as much because, you know, now it's time to take up what if he was here, I'm sure would tell us, you know, get up, get going, just double time it now and, and get it done. So you are absolutely right. But uh yeah, it's a shame. Tiger actually he has won this, I think seven or eight times if i'm not mistaken so it's a shame he can't be here but again my point for bringing that up you got a lot of guys in here in leishman day rom uh you know snedeker etc that are going to give it another crack and have already beaten it uh before and then a lot of guys that have been runners up that have been really close here that have done well too in stallings and 
and Palmer's here this week, Ryan Palmer. And like you said, old Phil, you know, so you got a lot of guys that have had success here and, you know, we have to watch the weather and see how that's going to affect things too. Cause some of these guys are just have a terrible record in bad weather. Some of them could fight through it. So, you know, right now it looks okay. Uh, but you know, right on the ocean like that, you never know when some wind is going to blow up and, uh, it's going to cause some trouble, but it's a fun tournament. There's no question about it. Yeah. And, um, one other stat I want to get to here is uh, strokes gained around the green. Okay. Because with all these long approach shots, you're bound to miss the green occasionally, and who, who can get up and down? So uh, some guys who have been strong in that category this year. Our man Steve Stricker, who let me down, he was a value play last week, finally missed the cut, but he's back yeah. here playing for the second week in a row. He's, he's just phenomenal around the green and with the putter, of course. Siwoo Kim was the man around the green uh you know he was like allergic to bogeys winning the winning the american express last week xander is right up there in that stat kepka uh hadwin hideki molinari who was a a strong pick for us last week value play yeah Uh, he, he paid off uh ben on and then bubba watson again so um those guys get a little bump from me because of that stat I'll tell you, there, there's looking at the odds, and I really re- recommend you guys check out uh, the betus.com.pa odds to win this event, farmers insurance event, because there are some crazy odds on big numbers of guys that, that can really be in the fight. I mean, Doc Redman is a battler. He's been in, in he's you know been right in there, and, and he's 125 to one. And then I know he's been terrible. And the and the you know odds show it, but do you remember the day where uh, uh, our man here, uh, Jordan Spieth, was favored every event? Right. Now he's eighty to one. He's down there by Taylor Gooch and Carlos Ortiz. So who knows when he gets the magic back? You know, you just never know. And then guys like Zalatoris, who I keep predicting good things with, Kokrak's played well for me. They're sixty to one. So there's some good plays out there for those that want to uh, put a few bucks on uh, who's going to win it too. It's a, uh, there's nothing better. I've had we both had this happen a few times when you've got a real competitive DFS team that needs a good Sunday, and you have your guy that you bet flat to win it, and he's in the thick of it. It's, I mean that's that is sweetness right there. Yeah, it really is. I, I wish Jordan Speed the best. I'm not ready to put even a nickel on him no. to win. No, uh, not not point. a free square for me as a free square. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm rooting uh, for him. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But yeah, I mean this is this is a fun field. It feels like the year is really getting going. When you start with that tournament in Hawaii, the tournament champions where it's a small field. Now right. we're getting the full field events. Now we're getting guys playing for the, you know, multiple weeks or consecutive weeks. And uh th- you know, that's part of the reason why I- I'm I'm really looking at a Finau this week. Because okay. he was top five last week, and the guy just needs to get the monkey off his back and and start winning, and he's been really good on this course. I like you know we we always listen to interviews, we look for uh, you know edges, and he's really talking positively about the little swings in his game, the the swing changes in his game, how he's trying to make improvements. He's feeling like he's really right on the verge, uh, so maybe this will be the week for Mister Finau. I'd love to see that. 
I, you know, it's it's hard not to root for the guy. He's like the nicest guy on on the on the course. It seems like, and uh, but he just doesn't finish on Sundays. No, I mean, I've had him a few times, and he's in perfect position, and then you just see he melts down a little bit on Sunday. So it's it's hard at that price to roster him. Now he makes you feel great because he's going to probably make the cut, and you'll feel good about that because you got to get all your guys through the cut. But then he just punches you in the gut on Sunday, and I don't know. I, I well, would imagine once he breaks through, then then it he'll you know that mind will switch will happen, and and he'll go from there. I hope so. Well, and you've done a good job of fading him, you know, because of that lack of winning ability, and so maybe you can just get you know have your cake and 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 eat it too by if you get on him a little bit this week and and get him when he wins. You'd have the best of both worlds because you haven't wasted much money chasing uh, his first victory uh, in previous tournaments. Yeah, I'm definitely considering him. Usually, I, you know, on on this podcast, I'll be saying I he, I'm not playing him because he's can't finish, but he's getting closer. And I, you know, for DFS purposes, if he doesn't win it but finishes third, beautiful. I'll take yep, that. You know, it's exactly. not like the flat bet that you're making, but. You know, you get some top five guys, and we've done a great job the last uh, two or three weeks with the Webb Simpsons and different guys that we just locked in as top five guys. And, man, when you get that, that gives you a good foundation to build your team, no question. Absolutely. Well, maybe so what just, else you got? Maybe just one or two more value plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about a mid-tier guy who has excellent course history here, Charles Howell III? He had... Uh, multiple runner runners ups to runner ups when tiger was winning every year uh ch ch3 was was finishing second Mm. and collecting a nice big paycheck and he finished uh he had a second to rom four years ago um and he's only 7500 so he's again another another guy you can feel pretty good about making the cut pretty decent chance to give you a top 20 Okay. In a big field. So I like that price. And yep. then in terms of the the real cheap guys, uh, John Huh is on my radar this week at 7,000. He always seems to make the cut here. He finished tied for 21st last week. Okay. Uh, our, our man, uh, Bronson Burgoon, made the cut for us at 6,100, I think it was. Yeah. Now he's he's up to 6,500. Um. But he, he's okay here. You could look there. Again, Scott Stallings, $100 more. I like him better. Yeah. Uh, your man, Lahiri, who just missed the cut by one, he's 6400 Yeah, he's, he missed it on the number. That was yeah. really painful. But he's still playing good golf. Yep. And then uh, Scott Brown's another 6K guy who's had a top 10 here. You could go with it. GPP only. That guy, he'll miss a bunch of cuts, and then he'll he'll spring that top 10 on you. So. You know, these are guys where you mix and match. You try to get one or two so you can afford one more stud on DraftKings. It's a lot easier to get that third stud on FanDuel with yeah. the pricing this week. It's it's tougher on DraftKings. Yeah, I mean, I, I found myself uh, on FanDuel uh, going with, like, what we you know, say in, in uh, basketball, too, the stars and scrubs kind of thing. You know, three studs, and, and then you put in uh, those, those 6,000 and 5,800 guys because there's a lot of them in that in that range. But I'll tell you this week, I'm going to use a little bit different strategy because 
you know, I, I never know what to expect from Rory when he jumps in these tournaments. Who knows? I mean, right. he could win it or he could miss the cut. I mean, he's just yep. it's and for that money, I don't want to play there. Finau, I'm debating. I don't know about Rom right out of the shoot either. So with a back I, I issue. With a back issue. There's questions there. And, you know, is he sharp? He's probably taking some time off to rest the back. So, you know, I'm not going to go in the big uh, pay up spots. I'm going to try to build some, you know, real good mid-level guys that have been performing well, that have at least a round under their belt. And try to build the the foundation there with a couple of your value plays, you know, and maybe a Zalatoris and those guys that are mid level. And I think you know my goal is to you know get this group through to the cut. I'm going to try to take guys that I feel pretty confident that they may not win the tournament, but they're all going to make the cut and and, and garner points because this is a week that I think you'll see a lot of lineups take one or two of those chalk guys at the top. And if a couple of them miss the cut and you've got your six grinders going against their four guys that made the cut, I'll take the six grinders all time, all day. Yeah. Well, you've been trending, trending up with your PGA hybrid lineups, just really solid balanced. A lot of guys making the cut and solid caches week after week. So I, I like the sounds of it. I can picture it already and I look forward to playing it. I've 16 of my last 18 guys made the cut. And one of those that missed it was the gut punch of uh, my guy last week that missed it on the number. Um, Lahiri. Lahiri. Yeah. And he, he had chances to make it. So I want to keep that string going. So uh, if you want to check out um, our selections, uh, we'll, they'll be in there uh, tomorrow. We'll have them up uh, for the Thursday tournament. And uh, you, they'll be in Discord. Uh, we'll have DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo picks up, and uh, we'll be chatting about them in there. And uh, to get in Discord, come and join us, dfscoachtalk.com. Uh, you can sign up right there for as little as a week. Uh, and we have several different packages. We also have a great uh, offer with our partners, betus.com.pa. If you sign up with BetUS and make your very first deposit, you deposit 149, which you can bet on anything in sports. You can bet a couple of these guys to win this event. And then uh, we give you a free membership to DFS Coach Talk all the way through April. So it's not one of those too good to be true. That's it is what it is. You get the 149 to play, and then you get a free membership with us here at Coach Talk. So take advantage of that. It's not going to be available for but a couple of more weeks. So uh, we'd love to have you join in that way. If you have any questions, you can reach us directly uh, on Twitter. Uh, we're all at DFS Coach Talk. Uh, Andrew is at Language Olympic. Shane is at DET Sports Shane. And I am at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. So uh, we'd love to have you. We'd love to. And, you know, one last thing I'll, I'll uh, ask real quickly before I uh turn it back over to you, Andrew, for some closing thoughts on golf, is uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, real quickly, our big ask, please take a second, hit the thumbs up, that's important, and hit that subscribe button, that's very important. Uh, that really means a lot to us, and if you want to make sure you don't miss when these podcasts drop, hit the little alarm alert button in the upper corner, that'll send you an alert every time one of our basketball, football, uh, golf, podcast post so you'll want to catch that all right give us a little wrap up here any other 
picks? Like, who's your number one buy-up guy other than Finau that you think could win this sucker? And then give us a couple closing thoughts, please. All right. Um, I'd say my one other buy-up guy is probably going to be Xander. Um, home course. Home course, basically. Rom's got the back issue. Rory is just hit or miss. Xander, you know, he he showed up in Hawaii. He was fine. And I think he's been, you know, back home prepping for this. And he's one of those guys that's looking ahead to the U.S. Open. Um, so he's probably the other guy I would pay up for. You know, Reed can't go there after he missed a cut last week. Uh, so so that's where I'm looking at. Um, and then final thought there on the membership, just to clarify, if you get that Bet U.S. package, that goes until April 1st. That's your okay. free membership with us. So. That is the steal of the year for value. So, yeah, we'd love to have you join the community. We're having a lot of fun. No question. Well, good. Thank you very much for your insight there. Hopefully you could put a few base players together here. The nice thing about golf is we don't have to worry about all these crazy scratches and changes and lineup shifts. I mean, you can get pretty settled in, get your lineup set, and then, you know, double check everything with us uh, in Discord on Wednesday. Uh, when we post, and then you're good to go. So looking forward to a, a great Farmers Insurance Open Tournament at Torrey Pines. Uh, can't wait to see them tackle that south course at 7,700 yards. So we'll definitely be watching, and we appreciate you guys watching this podcast. And uh, we'll be back again tomorrow for NBA. And then, uh, you know, we'll we're weekly with PGA. And then, of course, we'll have Andrew and Shane with the Super Bowl special at some point coming up here. So that ought to be a blast, too. All right. Thank you again. We hope you guys have a great day. And we'll, we'll catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.